I suspect, I don't remember, but I suspect we probably had a collection of Hans Christian Andersen stories. You remember at that time, you know, talking about the 40s, um, there would have been collections with um, limited illustration. You know, there are certain Hans Christian Andersen stories that are on the top of the list that most of us are familiar with. And The Little Grouch Girl was that. And I mean, I think it's most of the stories that I've illustrated has a, an emotional pull to it but also an arc of hope. If you look at the body of work, that's essential to, to the projects, and I think that's a need. So that was a story that, that I needed to tell, or wanted to tell, and thought that it made sense in the time that we live in. When I was working on a, a project many years ago, in the Minty by Alan Schroeder, and dealt with um, Harriet Tubman and slavery, and I wanted to get a sense of um, not only slave, the history of slavery, but how children were exploited. When I look at anything that's particular to an um, African-American experience, I need to find that universal connection. So I began to look at exploitation of children, and I noticed that in photographs around the turn of last century, there was a lot of exploiting of children in, in the industrial north. So years later, after completing Menti, when I was thinking about a new projects to adapt and I, and I thought about The Little Match Girl, those pictures were part of that, my memory, and in a sense haunted me that children being exploited in the industrial north. So My Little Match Girl is in a tenement house. It could be in, in Boston or New York, and it deals with this, this child that's being exploited. I wanted to talk about tenement life um, in this case. In the original version, Hans Christian Andersen, she sells matches on the street. I wanted to extend on that idea that, um, and talk about that time. You see her siblings. You see her father. Um, You've seen um, that they're actually um, putting together little bundles of artificial flowers. During that time, um, they, they would sell not only matches on the street, but it would be uh, sticks of chewing gum, it would be apples and artificial sort of bundles of flowers. I was also always trying to, in a sense, not soften, but take the edge off the fact that this child perishes um, by freezing to death. And if you look at the last spread, that does happen, but the flowers surround her. But it leads you into, of course, the remembrance of her, uh, her grandmother in, th in that role. I also wanted to talk about the grandmother, that she was a, a physical, not only a, a spiritual presence in this young girl's life, but a physical presence. So what you find in My Little Match Girl is that you see that one spread where she's actually combing her grandmother's hair. And it's interesting because the first thought I had was that like grandmothers would be combing the child's hair. But I wanted to I wanted to turn that on its end in a way and talk about this the power of, of you know to comb someone's hair is a very affectionate and for a child to comb an adult's hair is an affectionate act. And so I wanted to, in many ways, to talk about the time, to talk about Hans Christian Andersen, uh, his story, as a way to, to talk about some other things, and to talk about love and hope and all that. <laughs>